Welcome to In the Oil Patch, presented by Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine and sponsored by Steer. In the Oil Patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Kim Bilotto, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch. Welcome back to In the Oil Patch Radio Show, and I'm your host, Kim Bilotto. Today we have a lot of great things uh, on our show, uh, but I want to begin with talking a little bit about our latest issue of Shell Magazine and our cover. Our cover is amazing because we actually were able to talk and catch up with an organization known as STEER, better known as South Texas Energy Economic Roundtable. Now, this is a great organization that has focused on South Texas for about five years now. Uh, it's a dynamic organization, very, very well run. But basically, its sole mission is to bring together topics, concerns that are the community in South Texas are dealing with, with some of these major operators that are actually working uh, and um, drilling in South Texas. So we're really excited that we were able to catch up with Steer. And so I'm also pretty excited that we've invited them to come and be on the show today because once a year, every year for the past five years, they actually award great service companies and nonprofits and educational groups for the great work that they are doing uh, pertaining to oil and gas or within oil and gas. And some of these awards we're going to discuss today and why it's important is because if you work in the oil and gas industry in South Texas or you know someone who does, rather it's a company, a nonprofit, uh, we want to hear about who they are, what they're doing, especially in the areas of like environmental stewardship or companies that are really helping in the oil and gas sector in South Texas. There's a lot of different categories to select from. So I'm really excited that we are able to bring on Omar Garcia, who is the president of STEER, South Texas Energy Economic Roundtable, and Justine Hall, their communication director, to talk a little bit about the organization, where they've been this past year, and then, of course, we're going to talk about those great awards that are coming up. And right now, we are in nomination season, so this is an important time to gather those companies and submit in their information for possible consideration for this award. So if you're interested in nominating a company or learning more information, go to STEER, S-T-E-E-R-E-F-E-A.com. Again, that's STEER, S-T-E-E-R-E-F-E-A.com. Before we bring on Omar Garcia and Justine Hall with STEER, we want to catch up with our resident energy expert and Shell Associate Editor, David Blackman. David, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. You know, every week it's always something new, and and in in oil for a while it's been kind of quiet. Oil prices have kind of just been somewhat stagnant, and for quite a while there really hasn't been a lot of action going on. But um, it seems like we've had some upward ticking, if you will. So tell me a little bit about uh, where we have been from uh, a couple of weeks ago to where we are now, and what's been going on with the rig count. Well, we had, uh, you know, the, the rig count jumped up a little bit last week. Uh, the price, <clears throat> as the price climbed up over $50, the, the total rig count nationally went up by a total of five. Um, that addition basically is coming in the Permian Basin because, again, 
as we've discussed, that's where profit margins are, are the best right now at these prices. And uh, so we continue to add a few rigs every week out there in the Permian and, and all these other basins like the Eagle Ford and the Scoop Stack in Oklahoma, you know, in North Dakota. They're all just kind of holding steady, waiting for higher prices. Um, so it's just really kind of more the same, but at least it went up a little bit instead of down a little bit. This right. And it doesn't seem like five, but when you really think about how tight it is to make a profit when you're talking about such low profit margin numbers where it's not even hitting 60, it really is kind of a good sign that um, it's still growing instead of just either not growing at all or we're losing rig count. Let's talk a little bit about oil prices. Now, what is your thoughts as far as oil prices? I know that there's been some pretty interesting discussion with with people out there hoping to see that the rig count will go pretty high <laughs> So by the end of the year. So talk to me about prices right now hovering around 60. Well, I just, I, I haven't changed my outlook. I think we're going to be in this range of, you know, around on, on West Texas Intermediate from, you know, a low of 48 to, we might get up as high as 53, $54 between now and the end of the year, but it's just hard to really see it going any higher. But, uh, you know, just, I mean, I thought, I think it's interesting that, that other people out there are saying different things. Um, there's a, an analyst at Dow Jones on uh, Sunday, you know, uh, issued a report saying she thinks we, we could be at $80 oil by the end of the year. Um, I, I have a real hard time seeing that, but uh, she makes one good point that I think is really worth thinking about. And that is, uh, I think, as everyone's probably aware by now, uh, the people in Kurdistan in northern Iraq, Recently, uh, just a few weeks ago, had a vote for independence to create an independent state. And Iraq has reacted badly to that, and Turkey has re reacted badly to that. Turkey borders Kurdistan on its northwestern border and has threatened uh, all of Kurdistan's oil flows uh, out to the Caspian Sea. Uh, and Turkey has the ability to shut off that flow of oil and is threatened to do so. And this lady at, at uh, Dow Jones, her name is Jody Gunsberg, is actually uh, thinking that it's likely that the, that the Turks will cut off Kurdistan's flow of oil, and that's 500,000 barrels a day. Well, that's about, that's about the size of the global surplus right now. So, so if there was a shutdown of Kurdish exports uh, onto the market, then, yeah, you could see the price temporarily anyway jump up, you know, uh, much higher than it is now, maybe not to 80, but – $65, $70, you know, just based on the market now suddenly is rebalanced uh, and the fear premium, you know, uh, people afraid that you're not going to get that oil back online anytime soon, then the price starts jumping up. But, um, you know, I just I just think diplomacy, I think the United States actually uh, will intervene before that happens uh, because the, the United States has a, has a diplomatic interest in what happens with Kurdistan. So, but anyway, it's something to think about, and just you know, by way of letting folks know there's a lot of different viewpoints out there. Well, and, and definitely there's a lot of different uh, balls up in the air when you think about you know how they all come down and play. And one of the things that I think is important as well is, you know, there's been this back-and-forth discussion because of Hurricane Harvey hitting Houston and, of course, Rockport. 
And, you know, our great state of Texas has what we commonly call the rainy day fund that was, um, you know, there was an interest from te- from Houston about can we tap into this to help the citizens of Houston uh, recover. And obviously, Houston is a very, very key and important player in Texas for overall, you know, energy and energy needs. It provides hundreds of thousands of jobs and it has to be rebuilt and be rebuilt quickly. That being said, you know, what we probably don't understand is that that rainy day fund is funded by oil and gas exploration that's happening here in the state of Texas. And so when we yep. hear that it might go up, while most of us kind of feel shoots, I don't want it to go up because it goes up at the pump too. When you see it rising, it's a really good thing for the overall health of Texas. And we want to see that rising. We want to see the price of oil going up and you want to see it going up at the pumps, uh, even though it might affect us uh, individually in a not such a great way. The overall health of the state, it's important to have that fund continue to grow in case we have something like some natural disaster and we have to tap into it. I, I, I want to quickly change uh, to uh, the Dominion Energy Cove Point LNG Export Terminal. When does it schedule to come online? And talk to me a little bit about that terminal. Yeah, this is another just piece of really good news for the natural gas market. In the United States, Dominion Energy owns the Cove Point Terminal, which is just outside of Baltimore uh, on the Chesapeake Bay. It was built a decade ago uh, to actually import liquefied natural gas into the United States before we started producing all this natural gas from shale. Uh, and then the market, of course, changed, and now they have, they're on the verge of finishing converting it to an export facility. It'll be uh, the second export facility here in the United States. We have uh, three or four more planned to come online in 2018 and another half dozen by 2020. So uh, it's a burgeoning market that's going to grow very rapidly. Um, and it's, you know, it's just great news for markets for, for this natural gas here in the United States. We have so much natural gas um, that uh, the price has been depressed just because the supply is so gigantic. And the ability to export it onto the international market uh, is going to be something that, that really helps to strengthen the oil and gas industry here in the United States. So it's great news and just, uh, you know, another good thing that's happening in the industry. Well, you know, being able to export LNG is a great sign of our, our march on to energy dominance and, of course, you know, not necessarily needing to import uh, but actually becoming an exporter of uh, energy resources to help uh, other countries. So it's a great thing. Thank you for bringing that up. And uh, we're out of time this week. We will look forward to having you back next week when we'll cover more politics and energy. Great. Thank you. We do have to take a quick break. You are listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show, and we'll be right back. You know, great companies take great care of their employees. Ensure the well-being of your workforce with Baptist Healthy Solutions, your answer to convenient and affordable health care that comes to you. Our mobile health unit delivers on-site, state-of-the-art, comprehensive care that keeps your employees healthy from the day they're hired till the day they retire. From pre-employment screenings to routine immunizations to on-site injury care and more, trust Baptist Healthy Solutions with your workforce health care needs. 
health care that comes to you. Call 866-334-2485. Again, that's 1-866-334-2485. Have you heard of the Texas Alliance of Energy Producers, the largest state association in the country? 87 years strong, serving independents, and it's right here in Texas. Offices in Houston, Austin, and Wichita Falls. Over 3,000 members of all ages like you who are in the oil and gas industry or who have family members and friends who are. Company members range from one employee to large independents. Lobbying, networking events, and saving you money. For a membership tailored just to fit your budget, contact Sandy Simon at S-A-N-D-I-S at TexasAlliance.org or call 281-997-7223. That's 281-997-7223. And we're back. You're listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Our guest is none other than a past guest we've had numerous times, Omar Garcia, the president of STEER. Omar, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Kim. Always great to be back on In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Well, you know, Omar, the reason why I really enjoy having you come on the show from time to time is because there's a lot of great organizations. As a matter of fact, I think all of the oil and gas associations and organizations, you know, they have a specific job and they do a fine and a great job. But your organization gets a whole lot done with just a few people. Uh, and, and that's an amazing record. So I want to talk about all the things that you all have accomplished as we're moving into the end of the year. Uh, but first, let's talk a little bit about STEER. Tell us a little bit about STEER and what its mission is. Sure. Well, I think one of the reasons why we're so laser focused and why we get a lot done is, you know, our core mission is only to work with the communities. Uh, our targets are community stakeholders, county judges, county commissioners, economic development organizations, chamber of commerce, you know, the fact that our focus is the community, we don't have to worry about spending time in Austin or in Washington dealing with lobbying, dealing with regulatory issues. Our job is to connect industry with the stakeholders in South Texas. Um, 2017 is another, has been another banner year for Steer. There's so much been accomplished this year. Uh, one of the one of the highlights there are several highlights, but one of the few that I'll get into is. You know, we coordinated an economic impact study uh, that was done by UTSA and Dr. Tunstall. We looked at 2014, 2015, 2016, and those numbers showed that the economic impact in the Eagleford is still very strong. There's still billions of dollars being invested in the region and thousands of jobs being created. Uh, even in the downturn, you know, we saw 2016. Uh, the price of oil dipped below $30 a barrel, but the economic benefit to the region was $50 billion. Uh, $50 billion with oil prices at, an, at a very, very low price still talks about the magnitude and the impact that this industry is still having in the region. Um, we understand that people have lost their jobs and that folks have lost their businesses. We understand that, it, and we went through a difficult time, but things are looking a lot more positive. Oil prices are rebounding. They're staying steady. We're seeing companies hire again. So all positive signs that the Eagle Fruit is alive and doing well. Well, you know, I think that has been, uh, as we see lower prices and people um, being laid off from work, I think there has been the question, you know, what is going on in the Eagle Ford and Permian Basin? Is this, is it over? And the fact that, you know, you, 
you're giving us this information that not only is it not over, uh, there are two shell plays, uh, especially here in Texas, that are extremely profitable, and Eagle Ford remains one of them and will for the foreseeable future. And so it's really, uh, uh, I know I read the study, I looked at it, and I do encourage our listeners to go to your website because the study can be linked over there. Uh, but along with some of the missions of, of STEER, I want to change gears a little bit. Some of the mission of STEER is you have major publicly traded operators and some large service companies as part of your members. And one of the things that I think STEER does extremely well uh, along with working with communities is, is really tells the story of the operators and what they're doing uh, in their in their communities. Um, and, you know, we've all we're all very well aware of Hurricane Harvey and uh, the devastation that it has caused to a lot of people in Texas. But um, I want to talk about one of your members uh, really doing an amazing uh, donation here, which is Chenier. Um, can you tell me a little bit about Shanir uh, helping and you guys helping in Hurricane Harvey? Shanir has been very much involved in, in the relief efforts after the devastation of Hurricane Harvey with them having such a large presence in, in South Texas. They were one of the first companies that stepped up and provided financial resources. Um, you know, Shanir has been um, all over the region providing supplies, helping coordinate volunteer efforts. Uh, but there have been others as well, too. You know, several of steer member companies have stepped forward and provided millions of dollars to the Red Cross, uh, to local entities, uh, to national associations that were bringing relief efforts to the region. A lot of the steer member companies coordinated volunteer opportunities to pick up debris. Uh, the steer trash pickup program was deployed uh, into DeWitt County to help pick up debris from the flooding of the Guadalupe River. So we can we can point to several examples, but but at the end of the day, the oil and gas industry stepped up uh, to help a region where they have lots of operations and a region that they care about uh, because it is their job to get involved in the community and help those that were affected by Hurricane Harvey. Well, what we are seeing from, I think, all the operators and service companies that are ba- basically in South Texas is, you know, giving sizable donations like Chenier giving one million dollars to Red Cross and and uh, operators jumping in and helping where they can, donating money, like you said. Um, those are amazing things. And it was really nice to see these uh, oil companies and service companies doing the right thing for those communities. So bravo to uh, to what they were, what they, uh, and I think they still are. They still are helping. Absolutely. A lot of, I mean, some of these companies in the oil and gas industry didn't have to do anything, but they did because they chose to, give back to a region where they're heavily involved in. uh, And it's just part of the oil and gas culture is to always give back and to always help our neighbor. And so it was great to see so many companies come together uh, and help help a region that desperately needs help. And I'll stress that they still need help. Uh, There are still several areas impacted. Uh, A lot of small communities still need help. Uh, So this is going to be an ongoing situation where we will stay engaged with our communities and help every chance that we get. Uh, and make sure that these communities recover. 
Well, I want to talk about, we, we are going to have to cut for a break here in a minute, but I did want to talk about uh, coming up on the next segment, your uh, Spurring Energy Education Day, in which you guys set out into the community to talk about all oil and gas, but to our, uh, our little folks, our, uh, our uh, kids that are still in school, trying to help them understand the importance of oil and gas. You are listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show, and we'll be right back. Young Women Energized is a free one-night annual event on October 10th for high school girls to learn more about energy and STEM careers and prepare for college. We have programs designed specifically for freshmen, sophomores, junior, seniors, parents, counselors, and educators. We have hands-on exhibits, mentoring tables from companies like BP, Baker Hughes GE, Chenier, and many more. Registration will be live August 25th, and we are currently accepting Women's Energy Network College Scholarship applications through September 25th. Feel free to contact us at H-O-U-Y-W-E at womensenergynetwork.org, or you can find more details at womensenergynetwork.org forward slash Houston and community initiatives. You can follow YWE directly at YWE Houston on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. For more information, go to shellmag.com and click on the Women's Energy Network banner ad. Any business can benefit from advertising to the oil and gas industry, but it's really important to partner with a marketing company that has a proven track record with this growing industry. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. Or you can call us, 210-240-7188. And we're back. You're listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Our guest today is Omar Garcia, the president of STEER. Omar, um, I want to talk about um, you know, Shell Magazine. You all are featured on the cover of the magazine, uh, this issue. And, um, well, first of all, I want to tell you that it was a great honor and thrill for us to finally get you all on the cover. We love to talk about great organizations and maximizing community involvement the way you guys do and talking all the great things that you guys accomplished throughout year after year after year, not to mention the leadership. So for us, it was a treat. So I want to talk a little bit about the legacy of Steer, your leadership, and us putting you, uh, you you being on the cover. Well, Kim, I appreciate the compliments. And first, let me say, if it was a treat to have us on the cover, it was an honor for us to be on the cover. Uh, your magazine has done a magnificent job down in South Texas and throughout actually the state of Texas promoting the oil and gas industry. It, truly is the only magazine out there that is 100% supporting the oil and gas industry that presents facts and really gives people a different perspective of what exactly the oil and gas industry is. So we appreciate all that you have done for us as well. Um, As you know, I'm not one to talk about myself too much, and it's evident in the cover that, you know, it's, there's more to steer than just me. It's, it's a team effort. Uh, I've been very fortunate in my career to have phenomenal uh, role models and and previous bosses that I learned from. You know, I look at Steer and our role and, and my leadership role. It's all about the team. You know, uh, you win with people, you empower people, uh, you allow them to do their job. Uh, you don't micromanage people, and and those are some of the things that I learned from my from my previous bosses. You know, I've, I could give you several examples, but one of the examples I like is when. I was working in Corpus Christi uh, under a, a fine gentleman and one of my career mentors, uh, Ron Kitchens. Um, Ron always empowered me. He always told me, go out, 
do what you need to do. If you need help or if you get stuck or you get in trouble, tell me right away and we'll correct it. And that, that's kind of the philosophy I have with my staff. I let them run with their business, run their committees, uh, run their assignments. And if they have an issue, they come to me. With these five people that really kind of make up the, the real core of the steer group, you guys get so much accomplished. To me, it's, it's almost just mind boggling how much you guys do because you're all over South Texas and you're in all kinds of events and you're doing all kinds of community events. And then you're also putting on events and award ceremonies. And, uh, there's just a lot that gets done, not to mention the fact that you all are always thinking community safety. How do we make the community better? Listening to people's concerns, bringing them to the operators, finding solutions. Uh, it's a hard working, uh, group of folks, the dynamic five, if you will, that gets so much accomplished throughout the year. So Omar, talk to me a little bit about your team and what they do. Um, I'll start in order of those that I hired. I hired Chris Ashcraft first. Uh, Chris came to us from the Alamo Area Council of Governments, ACOG. Prior to that, he was working at the EPA in Washington, D.C. So Chris comes to us with a diverse background. He was in the Army. Uh, he had lots of environmental experience. Uh, he knows the region well, understands the issues, and is able to manage effectively two very important committees for us, the Health, Safety, and Environment Committee and the Water Committee. Those are those are very, very important committees when it comes to working on environmental impacts and, and getting factual information out to the media. Uh, Haley Bloomer uh, has been with us now for four years. She uh, formerly worked with Chesapeake, so she brought that industry perspective uh, she quickly put together the Stakeholder Relations Committee and started doing a lot of great things out in the community. Uh, it is very difficult to get 15 people to agree on something, uh, but Haley has done a phenomenal job in leading our companies to do different activities in the region. I could go on and on about, about the accomplishments that we've all had, but one of the biggest ones that Haley spearheaded was the Spurring Energy Day at the AT&T Center. And that was an, an event that brought over a thousand students from South Texas to learn about the oil and gas industry. Justine Carroll has been with us almost three years. Uh, she has a background in communications. Uh, she came to us from an ad agency here locally in San Antonio. Justine has done a phenomenal job uh, with our social media, our website, and really helping the brand steer. Uh, our latest hire has been Ileana Flores. Uh, Ileana comes for us from the River Authority here in San Antonio. Uh, she has stepped in from day one and really taken initiative with the Stakeholder Relations Committee. She's been highly involved with the educational events that we've had, and she was the lead staff person on uh, Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. She worked with a lot of member companies to ensure that the community needs were being met and bringing opportunities for member companies that they may not have uh, known about, if not for Ileana. So that's a I know it's a very quick overview, but that is kind of the overview of the STEER staff. And I would encourage everybody to, to go to shellmag.com and read about our staff. And in the uh, article, in the uh, upcoming edition that's out there right now, uh, there'll be more information on staff and what STEER has done over the last five years. Well, Omar, I want to thank you for coming on the show today and talking to us about STEER and the organization and your team. I do understand you're off to an important meeting. And so when we return from break, we will be joined by the, your communication director, Justine Carroll, to talk to us about the Eagle Ford Excellence Awards and the nominations that are occurring right now. Stay tuned. You're listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. We'll be right back. 
Farmers and ranchers are the hardest working people on earth and deserve a side-by-side -side vehicle that works just as hard. That's why Yamaha makes the Viking an all-new Viking 6, the world's first true three and six person UTVs assembled in America. Ranked number one in drivetrain durability, Viking outworks and outclasses the competition in features, comfort, and off-road capability. For more, visit YamahaViking.com. Most dependable claim based on a 2013 Yamaha Source side-by-side owner study. And we're back. You're listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Our guest today is Omar Garcia, the president of Steer. Omar, um, I want to talk about um, you know, Shell Magazine. You all are featured on the cover of the magazine, uh, this issue. And, um, well, first of all, I want to tell you that it was a great honor and thrill for us to finally get you all on the cover. We love to talk about great organizations and maximizing community involvement the way you guys do and talking all the great things that you guys accomplish throughout year after year after year, not to mention the leadership. So for us, it was a treat. So I want to talk a little bit about the legacy of Steer, your leadership, and us putting you, uh, you, you being on the cover. Well, Kim, I appreciate the compliments. And first, let me say, if it was a treat to have us on the cover, it was an honor for us to be on the cover. Uh, your magazine has done a magnificent job down in South Texas and throughout actually the state of Texas promoting the oil and gas industry. It truly is the only magazine out there that is 100% supporting the oil and gas industry that presents facts and really gives people a different perspective of what exactly the oil and gas industry is. So we appreciate all that you have done for us as well. Um, as you know, I'm not one to talk about myself too much, and it's evident in the cover that, you know, it's there's more to steer than just me. It's it's a team effort. Uh, I've been very fortunate in my career to have phenomenal uh, role models and, and previous bosses that I learned from. You know, I look at steer and our role and, and my leadership role. It's all about the team. You know, uh, you win with people. You empower people. Uh, you allow them to do their job. Uh, you don't micromanage people. And, and those are some of the things that I learned from my from my previous bosses. You know, I've, I could give you several examples, but one of the examples I like is when I was working in Corpus Christi uh, under a, a fine gentleman and one of my career mentors, uh, Ron Kitchens. Um, Ron always empowered me. He always told me, go out, do what you need to do. If you need help or if you get stuck or you get in trouble, tell me right away and we'll correct it. And that, that's kind of the philosophy I have with my staff. I let them run with their business, run their committees, uh, run their assignments. And if they have an issue, they come to me. Um, I like to hire people that are smarter than me. And I think that's something that has proven very effective. You have to hire people uh, that can go out and do a job and not worry about whether they can or can't do it. You have to trust them. Uh, and that that philosophy has proven very effective with the amount of work that Steer has done in the last five years. Well, and you know, you all have a dynamic team of five. Um, and with these five people that really kind of make up the the real core of the steer group, you guys get so much accomplished. To me, it's it's almost just mind-boggling how much you guys do because you're all over South Texas and you're in all kinds of events and you're doing all kinds of community events and then you're also putting on events and award ceremonies. And uh, there's just a lot that gets done, not to mention the fact that you all are always thinking Community safety, how do we make the community better, listening to people's concerns, bringing them to the operators, finding solutions. Uh, it's a hard working uh, group of folks 
the dynamic five, if you will, that gets so much accomplished throughout the year. So Omar, talk to me a little bit about your team and what they do. Um, I'll start in order of those that I hired. I hired Chris Ashcraft first. Uh, Chris came to us from the Alamo Area Council of Governments, ACOG. Prior to that, he was working at the EPA in Washington, D.C. So Chris comes to us with a diverse background. He was in the Army. Uh, he had lots of environmental experience. Uh, he knows the region well, understands the issues, and is able to manage effectively two very important committees for us, the Health, Safety, and Environment Committee and the Water Committee. Those are, those are very, very important committees when it comes to working on environmental impacts and, and getting factual information out to the media. Uh, Haley Bloomer uh, has been with us now for four years. She uh, formerly worked with Chesapeake, so she brought that industry perspective. Uh, she quickly put together the Stakeholder Relations Committee and started doing a lot of great things out in the community. Uh, it is very difficult to get 15 people to agree on something, uh, but Haley has done a phenomenal job in leading our companies to do different activities in the region. I could go on and on about, about the accomplishments that we've all had, but one of the biggest ones that Haley spearheaded was the Spurring Energy Day at the AT&T Center. And that was an, an event that brought over a thousand students from South Texas to learn about the oil and gas industry. Justine Carroll has been with us almost three years. Uh, she has a background in communications. Uh, she came to us from an ad agency here locally in San Antonio. Justine has done a phenomenal job uh, with our social media, our website, and really helping the brand steer. Uh, our latest hire has been Ileana Flores. Uh, Ileana comes for us from the River Authority here in San Antonio. Uh, she has stepped in from day one and really taken initiative with the Stakeholder Relations Committee. She's been highly involved with the educational events that we've had, and she was the lead staff person on uh, Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. She worked with all our member companies to ensure that the community needs were being met and bringing opportunities to remember companies that they may not have, have known about, if not for Ileana. So that's a, I know it's a very quick overview, but that is kind of the overview of the steer staff. And I would encourage everybody to, to go to shellmag.com and read about our staff. And in the uh, article, in the uh, upcoming edition that's out there right now, uh, there'll be more information on staff and what steer has done over the last five years. And you are listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. We'll be right back. PISA is the Petroleum Equipment and Services Association who is the unified voice for the energy industry's service, supply, and manufacturing organizations advocating and supporting continued achievements in job creation, technological innovation, and economic stability. PISA provides corporate membership opportunities in two categories, industry and allied. Over the years, a lot of amazing companies have become members of PISA, but don't take my word for it. Click on the directory on their website and see for yourself. In order to become a member of PISA, all you need to do is go to PESA.org, click on the membership tab, and fill out an application. Once again, that's PESA.org. The vision of the Women's Energy Network is to be the premier organization that educates, attracts, retains, and develops professional women working across the value chain. Also known as WEN, our mission is to develop programs that provide networking opportunities and foster career and leadership development of women who work in the energy industry. Thousands of women are breaking ground in energy industry careers every year and 4,000 of them are already members of the Women's Energy Network across our 14 chapters. Members receive exclusive access to mentoring, job boards, group discussions, member-only networking events, expert speaking engagements, and more. 
Join today by visiting womensenergynetwork.org slash Houston or call 1-855-390-0650. The Women's Energy Network, empowering women in energy. Oil-filled experts is the only place you need to go to locate any part, any time for your automotive or oil-filled equipment needs. Specializing in hard-to-find oil-filled parts for your fleet maintenance needs, oil-filled experts have been providing parts and accessories to keep your tools turning since 1965. From the auto repair shop to the pump jack, call us to get the right part right now. Here's the number, so write it down. Oil-filled experts, 210-471-1923. Again, that's 210-471-1923. Shale Oil & Gas Business Magazine provides services like print advertising and digital marketing. Our digital advertising services include website, email, radio, video, and social media. Shale also provides specialized web services from website management to search engine optimization and social media management. Visit our website, shalemag.com. Once again, that's shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G.com to learn more. Shale is your one-stop shop for growing your business. Pick up the phone today and call 210-240-7188. Again, 210-240-7188. Welcome back to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. Our guest today is Justine Carroll, the Communication Director for STEER. Justine, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You know, it's kind of strange. We don't normally trade off in the middle of the show, but when Omar Garcia has to attend an important meeting, we understand you guys get a lot of things done in South Texas, but I am so glad to have you on the show because you guys are getting geared up for the fifth annual Eagle Ford Excellence Awards, and I'm really excited to talk about that. I know. it's it's It always seems to come so fast every year, but... Um... But I'm excited. We're starting to get in some nominations and some entries. So um, we're looking forward to a good event. So let's talk a little bit about right now you have the nominations open. um, And these nominations are really designed for companies that are working in the oil patch or working in some way with oil companies. But they're not actually uh, any of your members because they're not allowed to enter because it could be considered, you know, a stacked deck. So what you guys are looking for are companies that are working side by side, some of your members that are doing amazing things. Um, So I want to kind of cover the different categories with you um, and see if, you know, the, the, the goal right now is to have nominations sent in from great companies that have been doing great things out there. So let's talk a little about each one of the categories Let's start with the first uh, category that you guys have open. Okay, so our Eagle Ford Excellence Award has um, a few categories. The first one is the Environmental Stewardship Award. So what we do is we award companies um, who are making the environment their priority. So they are um, focused on leaving the land even better than when they started um, production out there. So we're looking for companies that are innovative, coming up with new techniques, new procedures that help preserve and protect the environment around them. And that's for companies. um, We're specifically focused in the Eagle Ford right now. So we're looking for um, nominations for companies that are working in and around the Eagle Ford shale area that are working with our members 
Um, we, we don't provide any um, awards to our major exploration and production companies, but we would um, accept nominations from those companies for um, maybe some of their industry partners that they're working with. So that's, that's our first category, the um, environmental stewardship. And, and these awards, just covering that they've had, you guys in the past five years have had some amazing companies win uh, all the different awards. There's, there's, is there four or five different awards that you guys offer? Isn't it five? Well, there's four different categories, but we give um, two awards for each category. We give one award for large companies that we deem uh, that are, have 250 or more employees and then one for smaller companies that have less than 250 employees. So four categories, but eight awards. Okay. And with these awards, um, they are independently judged. So it is a third party, which nobody really knows who the judges are, (laughs) but they are third party individuals who actually review all of the nominations and come up with the ones that bubble to the top of being the very, very best companies. Um, so safety performance, let's talk about that category. So safety in the oil and gas industry is a top priority for all of our companies across the board. So um, we want to award those companies that are kind of going above and beyond the normal safety standards. So obviously everyone makes safety a priority. They, um, for those, not only those that are working for our oil and gas companies and for their industry partners, but the safety of those that live in in the Eagle Ford Shale region. So um, we award companies that um, are innovative in their safety procedures, have it sort of ingrained in their everyday lives, um, have new ways of teaching safety. Um, Last year, one of our award recipients had a a driver safety video that that won an award for um, our safety performance for a smaller company. So we're we're looking for different ways of of teaching safety, keeping it at the top of uh, their employees' minds um, and just keeping safety number one. Well, you know, just uh, to recap the first two categories that we've covered, the first one is environmental stewardship and the second one is safety performance. In my mind, as a person of the community, those two topics right there bubble to the top of my list when I think about oil and gas and, and these awards to see that there's a lot of attention paid on the environment and the safety performance. So uh, bravo in trying to find uh, the best companies that are uh, developing the best technology to keep everyone safe and to think about the environment that uh, we all live in. So uh, two great awards. When we come back, we're going to have to break real quick. We'll, we'll talk about community and social investment as well as the Steer Impact Award. And you are listening to In the Oil Patch Radio Show. We'll be right back. Great companies take great care of their employees. Ensure the well-being of your workforce with Baptist Healthy Solutions, your answer to convenient and affordable health care that comes to you. Our mobile health unit delivers on-site, state-of-the-art, comprehensive care that keeps your employees healthy from the day they're hired to the time they retire. From pre-employment screenings to routine immunizations to on-site injury care and more, trust Baptist Healthy Solutions with your employees' health care needs. Health care that comes to you. Call 1-866-334-2485. Again, that's 1-866-334-2485. 
any business can benefit from advertising to the oil and gas industry, but it's really important to partner with a marketing company that has a proven track record with this growing industry. Shale Oil and Gas Business Magazine is the one-stop shop that'll keep you in front of the customers that you need to grow your business. So let's start growing your business in Texas. Email us, info at shalemag.com. Again, that's info at shale, S-H-A-L-E, mag, M-A-G, dot com. Or you can call us, 210-240-7188. Again, that's 210-240-7188. And we're back. You're listening to it in the Oil Patch Radio Show. Our guest today is Justine Carroll, the Communication Director for STEER. Justine, before the break, we covered the Safety Performance Award. Let's go on to the next category, which is your community and social investment category. Tell me about that. So the community and social investment is um, a category where we honor companies who uh, give back to the communities in which they, they live in and work. So anyone who's working, say, with a church, um, a little league, uh, anything like that, a food bank, you know, Habitat for Humanity, um, that's really the companies that we're looking for to enter into this category. Um, several of our winners in the past have not only uh, provided financial donations to several, to, you know, many nonprofit organizations and, and giving money back to the community, but they also uh, volunteer their own time to give back to the community. And that could be, you know, like I said, volunteering at a food bank. It could be volunteering at a school, um, things like that. So we want to honor companies that are really focused on the community, that are making themselves uh, an integral part of the community and and working with the community to, to give back. That, those are the companies that we're looking for for this category. Interesting. And then last, but certainly not least, we have the Steer Impact Award. So tell me a little bit about that award. Well, this award is a little bit different because this this is the um, award that we preserve for nonprofit organizations. Um, so uh, we've awarded this the Steer Impact Award to school districts in the past, to um, economic development organizations in the past. Um, and really what we're looking for here is uh, our companies or actually nonprofits that are working with within the oil and gas industry to, it could be for the um, environmental stewardship. It could be helping our companies to recycle. It could be helping our companies to promote safety. Um, It it could be for anything. So who have been uh, in the past, some of the past winners of some of the Eagle Ford Excellence Awards, not necessarily in their categories, but can you name a few companies so we get an idea of the companies that have won? Yeah, um, in the past, New Star has won, Halliburton has won, Agreco, um, Suncoast Resources, Laredo United Independent School District won. Um, so really, there you can see just or hear just in the sizes of the companies, they're so varied. You know, we have huge companies like Halliburton and, and New Star, but then we have um, very small companies, um, you know, and school districts that have won also. It's become a very big event and um, really, these the, the winners of these awards are looked at as leaders in the community and looked at upon as leaders within the oil and gas industry. Well, you know, Justine, um, I it is a big deal for a company to be recognized for something that they're doing right. Where do they go to uh, submit in uh, their nomination? Because they can do this online, right? So, so where do they go? 
Yes, you can uh, go to Steer's website. Either you can either go to steer.com or go directly to our um, Eagle Ford Excellence Awards website, which is steerefea.com, and submit either. And like like you said, we can either accept a nomination for another company. So if you know of somebody that you're working with that is, you know, makes safety a priority or has some really cool environmental invention that there's they've begun using or implementing then please nominate them but you can also um, nominate your own company and just submit a, an entry directly off that website as well um, and if you have any questions there's also um, an email address that you can submit any questions to if you're a little bit confused about the process or have any questions about the process uh, we're happy to help with that too. So you're going to walk them through the process, and the and actual winners are going to be recognized and honored at an event that will happen December 5th uh, in San Antonio. So if you're nominated and you're selected, you get to come to this amazing uh, luncheon and event uh, and and be recognized by your peers. And so um, all of the individuals that are in the running get invited to this uh, fabulous event. Correct. Yes, this this year it will be a breakfast, but yes, they will um, all be invited to, uh, all of our nominees will be invited to attend our breakfast, and the winner will be announced that day on December 5th. Very nice. Well, Justine, as always, it is a pleasure to have you uh, on our show, keeping us updated of all the amazing things that Steer is doing, and I'm so glad that we have you on uh, Shell Magazine to talk about your great group and all the things that you guys work on throughout the year and making sure that the community is safe and that it's thriving and that the operators are aware of problems that are going on in the community and uh, they come and they help uh, roll up their sleeves and, and help the community uh, be better. Because after all, we all do live and work in the same areas. And so it's nice to, to know that there are operators who really have that civic duty and that awareness of, of uh, making sure that the community is happy, even though um, you know, there's going to be some problems from time to time. They always find a way of doing the right thing. So Justine, it's, it's a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you for coming in and talking about the Eagle Ford Excellence Awards this year. And we look forward to having you back on after the award ceremony, December 5th to talk about the winners now. Yeah, I'd love to. Thank you for having me. And congratulations because you're actually going to be the topic of today's trivia question. Be the first to email the correct answer to radio at shellmag.com. Again, that's radio at shellmag.com, and you'll win yourself a $100 gift certificate to Fogo de Chao, an amazing Brazilian steakhouse. Today's trivia question is, what is the name of the award ceremony that Steer has held every year for the past five years? Remember to be the first to email the correct answer to radio at shellmag.com, and you'll win a $100 gift certificate to Fogo de Chao, the Brazilian steakhouse. Well, that's all the time we have for the show. Be sure to like us on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash in the oil patch radio show and follow us on Twitter at ShellMag. That's going to wrap up another great show. We look forward to seeing you next week with more exciting news and insightful interviews. Until then, adios. In the oil patch is where together we learn and explore topics that affect us all in oil and gas, business, and in your community. Every week, our host, Kim Bellotto, along with me, Alvin Bailey, will visit with the movers and shakers in this fast-paced industry. You'll hear from industry experts, elected officials, and many more right here on In the Oil Patch.